Hey everybody, this is Evan Brand, back with the Not Just Paleo podcast. This is the seventh episode, so this thing is going good. It's a blast to do, and I have Liz from Paleo on a Budget back with me. Hello, everyone. So we are super excited to do this thing. We figured that we are relatable and we can combine together and create a huge, massive paleo following. So that's what we're doing. We're going to be doing this thing. We don't know how frequently yet, but... I'm guessing pretty frequently. Really? I'm, I mean, we both have time. It's fun. Yeah. And people seem to enjoy our podcast. I think it's pretty cool. And we can always progress and do more or less in the future depending on what people like maybe a weekly thing yeah. weekly is good bi-weekly possibly we'll see all right folks we're approaching christmas we're two days away it's getting crazy around here and santa is coming santa is coming liz is santa and i am santa i, I am i am santa this year and my house is proof of it I, I can't find my living room floor right now mom if you're listening to this yeah it's going to be a good Christmas. That's all I'm saying. Everybody's getting awesome gifts this year. That's awesome. I already got hooked up. I got some some of this rosemary soap here. I got this essential oil mist, which you all should check out. I have an article on essential oils on my website. It's just not just paleo.com forward slash oils, and you can read about it. This is aromatherapy. It's by this brand that they carry at Whole Foods. It's tangerine grapefruit, and you can wear it as a body spray, too. It's hilarious. <laughs> You're walking around with a body. <laughs> for, for me to walk around smelling like uh, it's grapefruit oil and tangerine oil, people probably think I smell like a little fruity guy, but that's completely fine because it is awesome and it smells good and it seriously relieves your headache. I had a headache and I was sniffing it and it goes away. So essential oils are just insanely potent extracts from plants. So We used to use um, essential oils. My grandmother used to help rehabilitate feral cats. Um, and we would use essential oils to actually help them with their stress level and everything. So, Are you serious? That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, it, it actually worked. Um, there, there was a woman, she was um, into like aromatherapies and all this other stuff. And there were some essential oils we either put into their water or their food. Or sometimes we just like kind of rub it on certain places like on their back or in between their eyes. And it would really just help to calm them down. Um, You've never told it, me that. That is awesome. Yeah, it's one of those things that I just thought about when you were talking about just now actually uh but yeah it's really cool how essential oils like a lot of people think oh it's just for humans but you know if you do some research on it and you have a cat or a dog that might need a little bit of help with something you know you can always kind of go down that road if you wanted to yeah my grandma has that she has it's a spray that you can get i know a lot of people probably have dogs or cats but there's a pet spray i don't remember the brand of it but it was like a blue glass glass bottle and it had essential oils in it and it said that it would help the dog with like a runny nose and just you uh -huh. know a lot of like human side effects so it was very cool yeah but, the uh, one thing the one thing we tried which is kind of off topic but not we tried the pheromones i don't know if you've seen that that they have our cats and dogs now you can buy pheromones at the vet or even at like petco that'll help calm your cat or dog down when we first got here we tried that for the cat i tell you what that cat was drooling. It was so funny. What? It wasn't really. Yeah, it made her so mellow that she was like drooling. And my cat never drools. Like she's she's a, a very fit little cat, yeah. you know. And and we had to take it out of the room because it was just not working. It was a, a little plug-in thing, but we thought it would help. But 
be careful if you try those. <laughs> that sounds cool. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was the most hilarious thing. Like, I look at my cat. My cat's 13 now, so I don't know. She was, like, 10 then. And she was, like, kind of all drugged out. And, like, I've never, never seen her like that. It was pretty funny. That's actually. awesome. So the takeaway from that is go check out essential oils and yes. sniff them. They smell awesome. They're incredibly Be potent. essential oils you sniff. And make sure you're getting essential and not fragrance. Fragrance oils, like your little plug-in Glade candle and everything, That's- they're pretty and they smell good and all that stuff, but they're not going to give you the real physical benefits. So definitely get get some of those. I have a link on my site if you want to check them out under the affiliates link. So We'll have to do a podcast dedicated to just the essential oils at some point. Yeah, absolutely. I posted a picture today of passion flower, which is an herb that's kind of related. I'm sure they might have an extract or something of that. But I'm anyways, sure. so now we're approaching Christmas and we're going to be surrounded by people with a bunch of different food that we're not fans of. So Liz, tell people mm-hmm. to hang in there and what, hang what in are they there guys do? it's not it's like christmas is like i don't know for some people it lasts the entire week and if you're one of those people a i am so jealous and b stay strong i mean christmas day you're gonna see a bunch of food that you're not gonna want to touch or you are gonna want to touch but you know you can't so yeah. just make your goal this christmas to or this holiday season from now until january 1st to really just maintain yourself maintain whatever progress you've already done if you can't get a couple workouts in, don't don't stress if you cheat a little don't stress just maintain and know too if you step on the scale right after christmas and you've cheated a little bit you might not have actually gained fat you might have actually just gained water weight um you could be retaining a lot of salt right now which will retain water and make your scale go up so give yourself a couple good workouts couple days off of checking the scale um and and drinking plenty of water eating really good food and it should regulate itself you actually might find that you lost weight because you cheated a little because sometimes cheat meals help to kind of boost and trick your metabolism so yeah that is awesome advice you took that very well uh i was gonna say that too is just maintain your fitness because it takes so much longer to build up to a certain point which i'm sure you're familiar with just building up the momentum and really getting results and once you start getting fat loss and stuff like that if you fall off for a week it literally feels like it erased a month of progress seriously it's not the eating as much as it is the the working out like you said like i can i got a tetanus shot at the doctor's the other day and my arm was it was like horrible pain um so i haven't been able to work out and lift weights for a couple days and i'm gonna get back to it today and it's just like i am dreading this workout dreading it yeah so just stay focused and if you can just get a 20 or 30 minute workout in i know it sounds seriously yeah i know it sounds like are you serious you want me to take time away from all this family stuff yes if you can get 20 minutes of alone time after lunch or something when everybody else is knocked out and having a nap run upstairs in your room or pick up the kettlebell or pick up the dumbbells or you know jump on your treadmill get your resistance bands going and just get that pump in because if you start getting that blood flow rushing to your brain you're going to feel great and it's going to take away all the stress you know, I'm sure your family's beautiful and amazing and loving, but you might have a couple people that stress you out. So, uh, <laughs> I think everybody has a family member at least like that. Yeah. Um, but even if you don't have time to do a 20 minute workout, just even doing a handful of push ups and sit ups and, and squats um, are, are going to make a difference. It, it's it's a little bit of work, but it, you'll feel better. Yeah, something small. Do I'm- something small. I'm doing some back stretches right now as I'm sitting here in this chair recording this. So if I could do this part and do some lateral raises with my shoulders and warm these babies up, if I could do that while recording this, I think you could do it too. So 
Yeah, I definitely think even even if you like can't really do any sort of workout, but you're the one that volunteers to do the dishes. I mean, doing dishes is still like, especially if you have a big family, it's going to take a while. It's a lot of standing. It's a lot of movement. I mean, it might sound weird, but it's still better than nothing. I mean, it's better than you being the one to sit down and not do dishes. So help mom and dad out, do some dishes, kind of maybe, maybe lift the, whatever you're eating for dinner, kind of lift it like weights, maybe a little, (laughs) get some creative and then, and then take a picture and send it to us and, and, that way we can comment about how creative you were this like, holiday season. Like holding a massive turkey leg or something like that? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I mean, some of those roasting pans are heavy. Yeah, absolutely. Really heavy. And, and and they're like amazing and they, they cook everything really nice and evenly and they're beautiful. But man, my dad's got a really nice calf on one. They just to live that thing itself. It's like an arm workout. So. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. My next thing that I wanted to talk about was... When you're focusing on your food, don't forget to have fun because when you get obsessed with this lifestyle and this diet and stuff, people get too overprotective and just overanalytical of everything. Once you get to the point to where you're eating as a habit, it won't feel like this anymore. You will get past that kind of mental point to where it's just easy and it's accepted that you're just going to go, you know, nosh on some grapes. But... I just want to let you know that if you're in the beginning stages and you're just now getting into this whole paleo thing or if you've been doing it for a while and you get sick of the food, you can still switch it up. But just don't overanalyze everything to the point to where you stress because you had to eat something else or you had to settle for the something that wasn't the most paleo dish ever because it was covered in a sauce or had some noodles you had to dig out of it. You know, it's okay. Yeah, I mean – stressing out about this stuff is is gonna do more harm than good i mean when you stress i believe it releases cortisol which can pack on belly fat absolutely um and and so you would do better to not stress about eating those mashed potatoes that possibly have cream cheese in them um than to actually stress about that um it's not the end of the world you're gonna be fine um and, and there's no such thing as paleo perfectionism we live in a world that isn't um tailored to paleo so you have to get creative when you go out to if if you guys go out to a restaurant this week um just ask for a burger without a bun and and don't stress about where that meat came from or you know what seasoning you know just make sure you ask can i have a burger no seasoning or just salt and pepper i don't what you know maybe they have house spice that has sugar in it or something just be cognitive of that but don't stress about the other stuff the little stuff it's not worth it Absolutely, yeah. The negative effects of stress will probably override all the positive effects of eating good, f- good food. You right. know, if you're the most depressed, miserable, just generally unhappy person with your life, and you're eating good, and you're you're wondering why you're not feeling better, and you see all these people smiling with all these beautiful fruits, and you're wondering why you're not that overly energetic, overly happy person, and a lot of that has to deal with your mindset. So, just you know, keeping a positive mindset is overuse as that term is it really does make a difference it yeah hardcore makes a difference especially that for me because even like before i turned paleo way long ago when i was in high school i was actually a vegetarian which a lot of people don't know and i would stress so hard about if meat was like next to even like next to my my food like if we got pizza or something i'd like totally stress if there was like a slice of pepperoni that partially touched my cheese like so you can you can't stress like that people that are paleo will find things to stress about like that and you you're gonna go insane i mean it's not worth it it will be crazy yeah and i I, because 
that's how I was with being a vegetarian. I fell back to that when I first turned paleo. And not only was I driving myself insane, I was driving Mr. Not-So-Paleo insane. I was driving my parents insane. I was driving my sister insane. I mean, it's, you got to think it's not just going to affect you. Right. Unless you live alone in an igloo. Yeah, then you with can. nobody around you. Yeah, then you could bask in your misery, Whatever. I guess, if you want yeah, to. Yeah, if you But especially it's the holiday season, and, and this definitely ties into the holidays. Don't. Especially, like, with New Year's. I think this almost applies more to New Year's than it does to Christmas. What? Just stay? To, to not stress about this stuff. Oh, absolutely, yeah. If because you, New Year's, I think you kind of, like, go a little bit more than Christmas. Because Christmas is always, like, you got lots of meat and there's always veggies. New Year's, everybody eats Chinese food. Yeah. You know, or, or they drink champagne. And it's like, if your whole family's going to get Chinese food, ask for steam. Like, I, whenever they get it at my parents' house, we always ask for... Um, like steamed meat, like I'll ask for like the the steak with no sauce or, or steamed chicken or something like that. So yeah. it's it's still pretty good. It's not. Yeah, there's a couple places around me that are starting to carry brown rice. So I always really, take, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like fifty cents extra, but it's worth the extra fifty cents if that makes you feel better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think that you can be you know too cheap on this. Even if it was a dollar fifty, I'd probably still pay extra for brown rice because white rice is almost not worth eating. There's honestly not that many benefits, or it's not really paleo friendly. I would say, you know, white some rice. People, is. Some people will argue that the hull on the brown rice isn't as good for you as just the white rice. I mean, when people eat white rice and they ask me about it, I always say to if you're cooking it at home, especially to make sure you cook it in chicken stock because then the rice absorbs the nutrients from the chicken stock so you have just exponentially made your chicken stock healthier or your rice healthier that's very cool i've done that with quinoa too if you know if you're not familiar with quinoa it is an ancient grain that is almost have you ever seen quinoa or i haven't it's pretty cool it's supposedly an ancient grain and basically you put it in chicken stock but it is a lot more bitter tasting than rice is and it doesn't my friend tells me that it's supposed to absorb all the flavor of anything you use, but I made quinoa with chicken stock, and it still tasted not bitter. Yeah, it was a pretty weird taste. But you just gotta start messing around with recipes. There's a million of them out there, but a lot of people hmm. are switching to quinoa just because it's a. I'm pretty sure. It, don't quote me on it, but I think it's a complete protein. And there's. I have to look that up. Yeah, there's not many things besides. Uh, I think hemp seed is a complete protein. So there's not many things you can get on a daily basis that have all your different nutrients combined in one food like that. So. Yeah, I generally don't mess around with things like um, that or like the hemp seed or, or. I know some people eat. Um, there are a couple other things that I think some people will kind of gravitate towards. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. What it is, um, but I, I stick to rice if I eat grains. Yeah, you were mentioning your what you were cooking. You were telling me so. Oh yeah, my goodness, and it's not really paleo. Well, actually, the chocolate bark could totally be paleo. It's just you just melt chocolate, slap it on like a piece of parchment paper, and my it's for my dad, and he loves like raisins and cranberries. So you just top it with raisins and cranberries, and you fridge it, and then you break it into pieces, and it's like this amazing little chocolate dessert. Is that a very popular post, or is that easily accessible on your site? I'm actually posting the recipe today. Oh, okay. so and today's Sunday, so if you guys hear this tomorrow, it'll be on the rest website tomorrow. I I have a couple chocolate dishes already. I did chocolate covered almonds last year. You just melt some chocolate and dump some almonds in, and it's actually really yummy that way. So it's a, a great Christmas dessert for you, without cheating. 
Very cool. Is this like dark chocolate or didn't you say you do 85%? I think most paleo stick to, I believe it's a 75% or more rule, um, dark chocolate. If you're making this for a group of people as well as yourself, I always say, um, and they don't necessarily like dark chocolate, um, you could do half dark chocolate or half like 75 and more and then half 60 maybe. And it'll kind of break it up a little bit for them. Or you could just make two separate batches. Okay, that's cool, yes, because I guess a lot of people, if you're not familiar with getting the, yeah, very dark chocolate, it's not your typical chocolate taste. Even buying the the better for you chocolate, um, I know that we try to stay away from soy and we try to stay away from milk and and you're kind of going to have to compromise on on your chocolate unless you're getting, there's a, the no more life chip, the the something life chips, everybody talks, but you can get it on Amazon, it's soy, dairy, and something else free. Um, I've actually never purchased it because it's a little expensive for my taste. But any sort of great, good stuff is still going to be better than Nestle's. <laughs> um, but I've even noticed my dad loves dark chocolate. But I bought him a bar of um, the green and black dark chocolate. And that even to him tasted different because it was a healthier kind of dark chocolate. So Yeah. But your your palate will change. You probably Definitely. notice that along the along the process. And like I said, if you're new to it, or if you're a veteran of having a wonderful diet, you understand that your palate changes and you actually start to crave those once Better weird food tasting foods. Yeah. yeah. Well, and things like you might like take a bite of milk. You might surprise yourself too this this holiday season because you might take a bite of maybe a Hershey's Kiss or something like that just to treat yourself, and you're gonna find that you don't even like it anymore, which is a really great feeling. When yeah. you think about it. Yeah, no and, joke. And when you sit down and you're like, oh, I'm going to try. I used to love Hershey's Kisses or I used to love M&M's or, or the, you know, like the little Santa men that come in like the tin foil and it's milk chocolate. Yeah. I used to love those. And I tried them last Christmas and it was just gross. Yeah. It's too sweet. I think that's like a, a good lesson that you could try if you're yeah. watching everyone else eat those Hershey Kisses. Go have one and realize you probably are not going to like it as you're much. You're going to hate it. Time. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it, you're going to need to like get yourself a, a glass of water and like wash it all down. And then you're going to need to go find yourself a really good piece of dark chocolate and you'll feel all better. So. Nice. What are you cooking for as far as meat for Christmas? My dad is an amazing cook and he is making, I believe, a sirloin roast for us this year. Ooh. Very excited. Um, I love roast. It, we do turkey Thanksgiving roast Christmas. So I get the best of both worlds. That's very cool. I think I might actually be going to the store and cooking the flank steak recipe that I need to send to you and get you to put yes. on your website since my grandma's still in the hospital for some reason. I don't know. Is she doing any – how is how, – we all want to know how is grandma. She's she's doing okay. The main thing is is that she has AFib, which is just a irregular heartbeat. And so I was having a talk with the doctor and doctor's – usually don't like me because i always ask questions about why they're trying to give her this drug and what it's going to do and are you telling me she's going to have to stack this drug with just this drug just to cure the side effects that that one caused i mean it just you know yeah no especially in her condition there's going to be a lot of messing around with medication just to try to keep everything normal which is odd that you right. have to do that. But anyways, continue. But anyways, yeah, so I already did a whole podcast rant on the whole health industry and stuff. I think that was episode number five. Yes. Or four, one of those. Check them both out. Five. Yeah, but anyway, so I just did more research and realized that thyroid medicine, if you take too much of it, it can cause an irregular heartbeat, which can then mm-hmm. lead to stroke. So for those 50-plus 
eight-year-old women that are listening, and they may be on thyroid medicine, or men too. They put my grandpa on thyroid medicine also. Be careful with your dosage, and if you don't have a doctor that's not understanding with your personal needs, and he's trying, trying to, to do one. Oh, absolutely. There's a um, Paleo Physicians Network um, that Rob Wolf has started. Um, I believe it's paleophysicianetwork.com. Um, you can probably find it off of his website, which is robwolf.com, and you can do research and actually find doctors that are paleo. So that's very cool. Take a peek. I know most of the doctors are kind of centralized in California, I want to say. I couldn't find many in the Boston area. Yeah. But definitely keep an eye on that too, even if you don't find a physician today in your state. There might be one in a few weeks that'll accept your insurance if you have it or or whatnot. So, absolutely, definitely. yeah. And we're in a good time. I think, like I said before, I think we're in the turning point of health. So, this, yeah. you know, I feel like California's in the future, definitely. With, I mean, just when you visit California or if you live there, it literally feels like the future. I love California. Every time I, I go there, I haven't been to California before. Yeah, oh, you got to check it out. San Diego's great. San Jose's great. Haven't been to San Francisco yet, but I've heard that's great. My stepdad went and worked up there for a while, and I still need to make it to Northern California too. We have family up in Northern California, so we'll probably be going to visit that area soon, hopefully. Yeah, and when we do our our health tour, we'll start in San yeah, Diego. Yeah, health tour. Yeah, yeah, we'll take the Pacific Highway all the way up the coast and watch. I've always wanted to do, what is it, Route 66? I think it's, yeah, Route 66 yeah, is yeah, a different I'll, one. But the, you know, I know, but I've always wanted to do that, so we're going to have to go down that way too. Absolutely. So anybody in that area, California, Route 66, will be coming to you soon. Yeah, I'll, I'll say in the next year. I'd say that's, that's a good estimate. That, that is a good estimate. I feel like I got sidetracked. What was I talking about? We always now? get sidetracked. I know. It's, I think people enjoy the sidetrack. Yeah. My brain just starts flowing once I start talking to you and I, you know. And we get off topic and we talk about awesome things. Yeah. My next point that I wanted to make is to get sleep. Yes. I posted an article a while back about sleep, and it literally burns fat. Mm-hmm. So I had an article titled The Underappreciated Energy Booster and Fat Burner. And you know, people think that when you go to bed that your metabolism is going to slow down and you're just going to get fat overnight because of your meals and stuff like that. Yeah. But that's not true. If you take a nap, you wake up starving. I don't know if that's just me or not. Sometimes. I wake up thirsty a lot of times. Yeah. More than stuffing that too but if you can take some naps during the next few weeks and just in winter in general i'm you know I sleep all the time in winter yeah i'm all the time i think you're not na- i think that's a very paleo thing to well, nap yeah yes. to nap because you're not really a biphasic creature people think that you're meant to sleep for eight hours and wake up and then be up for you know 12 hours or however long before you stop doing your activities nah, but no not unless you're a coffee addict like some of us yeah which that Eight. That may not be a good thing, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I understand that a lot of people work 9 to 5, so it's kind of impossible for them to take a nap. If you want, you can have your boss call us, and we can totally talk to them and just say it's really important that they take a nap. Absolutely. I I wish United States would catch up to the rest of the world on that. The whole siesta thing? I think that that's the greatest idea ever. I mean, I also know that now that I'm eating paleo, I don't necessarily need to nap as much, especially this time of year like I used to, because I think before... I mean, a lot of people pre-paleo would eat, like, a lot of grains this time of year, a lot of heavy stuff, and, and now we're eating better so we can stay awake longer. But especially if you have the, this next week off because of the holidays, take a couple naps. It's okay. Oh, yeah. I feel like taking a nap right now. I'm stretching my legs out. This is a great feeling. 
Really? Did you? I, I still got to cook. I can't nap today. I got no time to nap. Yeah. Did you happen to check out that other podcast I recorded? On... I haven't had a chance. I was thinking I was going to listen to it while I was cooking. So it is pretty long, but this guy grape is leaves, awesome. Grape leaves take two hours to make. I got plenty of time. Sweet. Okay. Well, that one's an hour, so that'll take half of it. But <laughs> I had this guy Josie. He's kind of a. I guess a volunteer at this dance studio that's built into my gym. And this guy is an insanely good acrobatics kind of guy, and he's going to be a dance instructor. But anyways, we were talking on the podcast just about meditation and stretching and different things like that. And he's taught me so much stuff, and I don't know how often you do stretching, but... All the time. Okay, awesome. I'm I mean, also a yoga junkie, so I love yoga. Do you go to a class or do now, you have videos at home? Or I do. do? Um, Sarah Ivanhoe it does my favorite set of videos. She does. She's a couple that are more intense, uh, like for weight loss, quote unquote. Um, so if you're somebody that can't really do a lot of hardcore physical stuff, you could check out some sort of more aerobic yoga workout. Um, and then she has more of a, a calming one that I like to do too, which I'll probably do today. That's cool. Do you think people could find it on YouTube or is it? You might be able to find like um, you might be able to find clips of it. I know for a while Comcast um, was having parts of her workouts on on there. There's also a lot of yoga on Comcast on demand. So if you're somebody that still that has that, or your cable provider just has an on demand program, check out their workout section. Hulu has a workout section. If oh. anybody has a subscription of that, we got a Hulu subscription for a month, and we're trying it out now. I don't like it. I prefer Netflix. Yeah. But that's, that's besides the point, I know, but still. That's No, that's good That's good to I know. I mean, we got rid of cable, so we just use Netflix now. Not a bad idea. No, but I think the Sarah, the Sarah Ivanhoe ones, you could probably get off of eBay or Amazon for dirt cheap. And I always tell people I can't afford a gym membership, so my workout DVDs are cheaper than a month's gym membership. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, and then you'll have it forever to go back to. Right, and Jillian Michaels uh, for ten under ten dollars, ten dollars at Target and Walmart has two um, kind of intense yoga workouts. I, I really enjoy them; they're more body weight training ish. So you could check out those two if you wanted something more physically challenging. I was doing quotes around that too. So yeah, that's very cool. Have you done hot yoga? Do you know much about it? No, but I have. I used to have hair clients that did hot yoga because there was a place near us that um, did it. it. It is intense. Yeah, I they would come back like they tell me like they come back and they'd almost go through like two t-shirts intense like just dripping sweat a lot of times it's gonna burn more water weight than anything else um in the beginning so i think that it helps you get into a meditative state too if i you, do too yeah i mean if you all want to check into hot yoga my uncle does it him and his wife they go do hot yoga and he says it's amazing and he's a six foot three muscle dude and he goes and rides bikes and he's a rock climber just you know real active guy and he kind of judged the idea of hot yoga but it's he, more intense than it sounds definitely. yeah it totally is and it's a great way to meet people too I, it, yeah so th that's and one of like the main points that i try to make when it comes to fitness and everything is just finding a good group of friends like me having liz now is just motivating me to accomplish a lot better things than i was before and it's just so helpful so if you can go get in that little social circle even it's, if it's the social circle is important but even bloggers even if you're just a regular blogger listening other bloggers like you i mean now evan and i can work together and kind of have these ideas and it's easier because now we can divide up the work too for better you know for these bigger ideas like a podcast so 
Yeah. A regular blogger, a food blogger, working out, whatever. And a lot of yoga studios offer deals where they'll do like $15 for unlimited two weeks or something just to try it. And then you'd pay the normal monthly rate after that. But see, and also living social, I don't know if anybody uses it or if you get it. I've seen a lot of CrossFit deals. There are two CrossFit places in Boston that were doing $50 for a month of unlimited classes. Wow. Yeah, CrossFit's yeah. getting huge now. It's uh... huge. So check out Living Social, Groupon. Google has their own set of deals for workout stuff, especially. Um, a lot of gyms are going to give out deals. A lot of CrossFit gyms, regular gyms, yoga studios, even massage places. Might sound weird, but everybody can use a good massage every now and then. They're going to give out great deals this time of year. Who else is going to give out good Well, everybody because it's Christmas. But Yeah, they know. want you to spend, spend, spend. But if you can get it. For a really ridiculously good deal, like $50 for a month of CrossFit as opposed to $150, definitely worth it. Yeah, I, I, signed up for, I, I signed up for Amazon Local, actually. It's kind of like a new version of Ooh. Groupon. and. Yep, uh, I have signed up for that. I got a $10. I spent $10 on a $20 Starbucks gift card for that. Cool. And I was very I Look out for those Starbucks deals. I do. We And then Dan and I, or Mr. Ospelio and I each buy them, and it's it's pretty cool. That's very cool. It's a good deal. If you are suffering from a lot of fatigue or soreness yep. or joint pain or something like that, I went and got a Groupon deal probably three months ago, and it was an hour-long massage for 30 bucks, which you is insane. That. That's like one of the – and then the nice thing is, too, though, if you – there's a particular Groupon deal that you know that you and a bunch of friends are going to want to mac on. If you send them your personalized link for it and three people buy it, you get it for free. Yeah, it, that might sound a little bit confusing, but if you get on the site, it's yeah. pretty self-explanatory. It's pretty self-explanatory. Or um, if you recommend a friend to Groupon and they end up signing up, you get $10 off your next purchase. Um, so they're always on all of those sites. There are a ton of deals. Yeah, that's very cool. So I was going to say that if you're suffering from a lot of fatigue or just muscle soreness in general and you've never got a professional massage before, oh, do it. definitely do it. I was kind of skeptical about it first. I went and did a pedicure, actually, and, you know... I love... Well, I don't love pedicures because my feet are way too ticklish, but it always makes you feel better. I did it as kind of uh, just an experiment, mm-hmm. and it was incredible, and all the ladies were so happy that I came in there, and I got so much praise, and they acted like I was a king for coming in there as a guy. Oh, you're a guy, yeah. I mean, I, we used to do... I used to do pedicures in the hair salon, and whenever we had a guy come in, it was like... The coolest thing because guys don't – and guy pedicures are so much easier to do because you're not – you don't care if I give you a French polish versus a regular polish or you're not going to get a polish. Yeah, I didn't even get that part. You know, they think that you're going to go in there and you're going to come out with little flowers painted on your fingernails. You're not. You're not. You're going to feel better because not only is it a foot massage, but you generally get like a a lower leg massage. So they're going to massage your calf muscles, your feet, your ankles, your toes, especially if you do a lot of working out. It, it takes a toll on that area of your body, so it, it'll just help relax it. Absolutely, especially when you're doing squats and stuff like that, yeah. which I recommend you do those barefoot, or I have barefoot shoes, actually, and I do squats in because if you're wearing a typical mainstream tennis shoe and the heel is usually going to be a little bit thicker than mm-hmm. where the balls of your feet are and you're doing squats and stuff like that, you're going to 
you're going to leave your calves and your heels or your you know your whole lower body. You're not going to be balanced right. Yeah, and it's going to leave your body feeling it too. You're going to feel sore or you might hurt yourself too if you're not going to do it barefoot. If you're doing deadlifts or something like that, I don't do them too frequently. Uh, I prefer more things like hack squats and squats, but if you're doing deadlifts and you're realizing that your lower back is hurting and it's a painful hurt and not the good hurt, then you should probably take off your Check shoes, out, protect yeah. your feet, still be careful, but you m- you might be having a little bit of skeletal issues, and that's just because we're trying to wear shoes and stuff, and it's not natural to do that. So. Well, no, and especially if the heel's bigger than your foot, you're not going to be able to get your positioning right and blah, blah, blah. What was I going to say? Go go get, a, go get a pedicure. If you're yeah, a guy, if you're we'll a guy go do it, please. It's and, awesome. And- and a lot of times a manicure and pedicure deal is is a better price than just doing one or the other. And and for guys, I know you're going to think a manicure is even weirder than a pedicure, but especially if you're doing a lot of lifting, your hands are going to probably get sore. I know a lot of crossfitters will lose like skin and stuff like that. So if you're not in that sort of moment where you've got a lot of blisters or whatnot and your hands are just sore, um, a really good hand massage, even like a paraffin wax dip where I know it might get rid of a few of the calluses, but it'll just kind of start to repair your hands a little bit, especially in the winter when you're lifting. It's kind of like a recipe for disaster for some yeah, people. Yeah, that's so. very cool. I never got a uh, manicure before. I definitely use some, some pretty thick lotions on my hands. I don't have a particular brand to tell you, but just... Any kind of more of like a hand cream than a lotion. Yeah, you want yeah you want a, a cream and not a lotion. A lotion is also going to be more oily in some cases than than a than a cream itself. Uh, Vaseline makes a really great hand cream. The Neutrogena, no, not Neutrogena. Um, Aveeno, I think, might make a good hand cream. If you guys know of a good hand cream, you can email us, and that way we can post it on our site um, with yeah. some recommendations. There, there's a lot of huge. I mean, there's like a grassroots kind of self care yeah. thing popping up around the entire country right now. So I'm sure you have your own little personal. If you have a little local soap and lotion and you know you go to that lady that's pretty cool i've done that before it's a lot more expensive but just to get the purest hand soap or lotion ever right and then the other thing is um a lot of people that make their own soaps and lotions and stuff will make i had a friend that used to do and she used to make me a like a not necessarily a cream but it was a like a beeswaxy consistency and when i used to get hand cramps from doing hair you could just rub it into like the heel of your hand and everything or your palm it would help with that so even if you could find something like that as opposed to the balm yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you will. Those are you're gonna you're gonna develop some tough hands, and your hand strength is gonna be ridiculous. You can clench a fist so much stronger when you're used to having mm-hmm. dumbbells and different things like that just on your body, and you're I don't know. It toughens you up. It's a great feeling just to use your hands. If you're right. in a job where you're living in your head all the time, and that's pretty much an office person's job is or just a sedentary job in general, you're using your brain more than your physical body. So when you start getting in there and using your hands and, and feeling the iron of the weight and just pumping it, I mean, that's a, that's a primal feeling and you're going to, you're going to feel that and that's going to motivate you too. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely test that. Cause I mean, I photographer work in my head, you know, we're on the computer a lot. I work in my head and being able to like take that half hour to an hour and just work out and lift some weights and just, it, it helps you. I mean, it puts you in a better mood. Yeah, just better mood. connecting to your body. I mean, it's it's important to do when you actually look down and stare at your hands and realize you have a physical body. You that's a good that's a good little motivating tip. Just focus on your physical body. Don't get out of your head sometimes. Go run. yeah, go for a sprint. Even like even like you said though, the 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 people that work more office jobs, 
manicures, pedicures, finding like a nice balm or hand cream is going to be really important too this time of year. I know for me, because it gets a little bit colder out, um, my hand starts to hurt a little bit more from typing, especially my palm. So making sure that your desk is ergonomically correct is best to your ability, your keyboard's at the right height. And then just concentrating on making sure you have a good quality hand cream or you have something there that um, even a stress ball is a great thing just to kind of get yourself the blood kind of flowing back in your hands because I know like I'll sit there and like my hands my half my fingers will be like freezing so yeah stress ball is helpful that's very cool that's a that's a good tip the whole ergonomically designed desk and chair and stuff because that's a big contributor to a lot of weird little cramps and pains and yep aches I, and I tried a standing desk and I just I couldn't do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> More just because I got so bored. It's I'm one of those. I'm one of those people though that like I don't just sit. I like sit in like 300 different positions in the course of an hour, <laughs> uh, and so standing was boring to me. Yeah. Um, so anybody that's tried a standing desk and couldn't do it, it's okay. I understand completely. I got so bored. Um, but just making sure, yeah, it's more the keyboard, the right height, your mouse, the right height. I'm having a wireless keyboard and mouse. Actually, I found is kind of crucial uh, because now I can kind of move myself around in whatever position is most comfortable at the time and everything can kind of move with me as yeah. opposed to being stuck with a wire because I have a desktop I don't have a laptop right well laptops can't really handle the stuff like my Mac can so right yeah another thing I was going to say that little ergonomically mm-hmm. design tip kind of made me think of this I know the whole squatty potty is coming back and if you haven't <laughs> heard of it <laughs> If you haven't heard it or you can't remember it, I think it was out in the 70s. Of course, I wasn't, I didn't even exist then, but that's okay. The Squatty Potty is coming back, and basically what it does is it just raises your feet off the floor a little bit, and it puts your body in a more squatting position when you're going to the bathroom because supposedly, which is better for you. Yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. What it is is your muscle is not fully i guess all the tension is not taken off your muscle for your bowels if you're sitting on the toilet at a 90 degree angle which you know a lot of people do so when you have that more natural squatting position you know if you're a girl and you're peeing out in the woods or something you know just that squatting position it supposedly just releases the muscle and it's going to prevent you from having colon issues and different stuff like that in the future but just bending over i know it sounds silly but it seriously makes a difference if it makes a difference it makes a difference i mean it doesn't matter how kind of silly it is to us i think it's just i think i think people would say it's silly because they're used to the toilet but the toilet's not really a natural thing either the whole process of it's kind of weird flushing great drinking water that we could be supplying somewhere else to the world down the toilet you know but it recycles itself yeah kind of i thought about doing a composting toilet but i haven't moved into the cabin that i want to yet so maybe when i do that i will i think that's the most eco-friendly thing if you were that serious about it i had a science teacher that once told me that i am drinking the same water as cleopatra once drank just yeah yeah seriously cool right makes sense there's not way to think about how water recycles itself naturally yeah absolutely i don't know if i believe that but no i mean it makes like i don't know if i was drinking the exact water Maybe a a small molecule of it. Uh, maybe, maybe, or maybe like I don't know, George Washington or something really cool like that. 
Oh, yeah. I forgot to say that earlier when we were talking about focusing on your sleep and making sure you're getting restful sleep. I know Mm -hmm. as you're going to pass, you know, I talk to my grandparents a lot. Once you get over the age of 60 years old or even sometimes before that, if you're having excessive stress, you probably feel like you're 60. But just getting good quality sleep becomes a lot harder as you get Mm -hmm. older. And I remember hearing a, a whole little snippet from Benjamin Franklin and he was talking about how him and a bunch of other you know kind of entrepreneurs and inventors and geniuses of the time they said that they slept for four hours woke up in the middle of the night at like two or three o'clock and wrote down all these insane ideas that came to their head and I've actually had that you know not quite as amazing revelations as them but waking up in the middle of the night to pee sometimes you might get some of your alone I don't know if you ever do that but you can get some of your thoughts out when you wake up like that you wake up with something on your mind i don't know if you can relate to that mr not so paleo does that more than i do like um especially because he's into music and all this other stuff he'll like wake up at 5 a.m and be like i've got this idea and he's got to go record it um just because he'll just wake up with it for me it's i'm one of those people that as i'm falling asleep these ideas pop out not when i wake up right I, I unfortunately have the opposite effect. I don't know. This morning, though, I woke up pretty ready to go. Like, yeah. I, I, I had broke down a to-do list before coffee. Very that, good. Yeah, seriously. That was impressive. Very I've also good. switched to decaf tea, which I think is helping me sleep better. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to give a couple tips and different things that you can do if you're trying to improve your sleep. And the, yep. n- the number one thing is, like I said, it, beco- it comes to the mental part. Get rid of your mental stress, whether you're going to go hit up a yoga class or practice some deep breathing just while you're listening to this. Just reducing stress is one of the most important things. Because if you're going to bed stressed out, I don't think you're going to get as good quality sleep. No, not at all. If you're looking for something to drink, there is a ton of different teas out there. Like I said, I'm sure there's probably some local natural teas that you can get. But if you're looking for some better sleep you can drink some chamomile tea before you go to sleep i've done that before and there's a couple different famous brands of tea and there's one called sleepy time that i've seen before have you heard of anything like that i have and that's from celestial seasonings if you have a soy sensitivity or you just avoid soy that would be the only time you couldn't use the celestial brand because celestial apparently puts soy in their tea really Mm-hmm. However, there is a company called UptonTea.com. It's a website and it's all loose leaf tea and it's actually quite affordable because they supply a lot of tea to the bigger companies, but they'll also sell to us, the consumer. So if you're okay with loose leaf tea, that's something to check out. Very um, cool. What's the website you, for that? UptonTea.com. It's U-P-T-O-N T.com. Okay. And you can, for free, they'll send you one of their catalogs. They have like little sampler packs. And really when you get on the website, uh, it might be a little tricky to navigate um, because it's not just a green tea you're buying. You can buy a green tea from different parts of Asia. You then can buy it based off of the purity of it, how, you know, the the process the leaf went through and it, it, it gets involved, but they also have just like regular stuff, so... Very cool. When I typed in Sleepy Time, I wanted to see all the ingredients. Sleepy Time songs by Barney came up on here. I used to listen to that. That's hilarious. There's 20 songs here, so maybe maybe this was meant to be. Maybe you're supposed to go listen to Barney's Sleepy Time songs. He's got a 20-track soundtrack here on Amazon. Number one song is Getting Ready for Bed, and number two, Splashing in the Bath. So that's pretty funny. I have the up the Celestial Tea ingredients. Yeah, I saw them. Another thing that... This one doesn't mention the soy in it, but I've thought that Celestial had 
Tosoy. Maybe this one doesn't. It could be the secret other ingredients list or something. But another yeah, that, thing that yep. I do is valerian root. I've heard a lot of great things about that. Yeah, you can take valerian root in the form of a capsule. There's a supplement that I take. It's called True Calm. And mm-hmm. I think I've talked about it before, but it has valerian root in it, and it's kind of a relaxant, and also it's like a sedative. So if you're looking to get that better sleep and more restful sleep, now you probably will have vivid dreams from it, but I think it's pretty neat to have vivid dreams, and maybe it'll reveal something that you've been suppressing into your right. subconscious, and you know, valerian will make you have these intense dreams, and you'll bring it out of you, but that's a very 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 good sedative kind of herb that will well actually it's the root of it but that will put you to sleep well i know for me too oddly enough my magnesium makes me tired if i take it my so if you guys take a magnesium supplement try having that closer to bedtime than the you know if you take your other supplements in the morning i know for me when i started taking the magnesium in the morning i was tired all day (laughs) and then i couldn't sleep at night so try your magnesium at night it might help you sleep a little bit yeah what is your regimen i think that's pretty Um, interesting to let people know what you're up to i take a fish oil i take 1200 milligram fish oil i try to take two a day one in the morning one at night most of the time i forget the morning one so i just take the night one i take a magnesium a vitamin d3 and a vitamin c Okay. So I'm pretty basic on my vitamins. Have you ever taken a chewable vitamin C supplement? I don't I don't like chewables. I don't like gummy bear sort of sort of things. I'm it, it's ingredient yeah, I, I think it's kinda weird to me. Uh, I always recommend to get a capsule rather than a yep. tablet because I think you might have told me just all the different hardeners and different agents that they have to put into pills. If you're extremely you know, sensitive. Yeah, extremely sensitive to there's a ingredient. I think it's called might be magnesium sterate or it's one of these ingredients. It's a sterate and it's a lot of people get sensitive and have some kind of weird side effects if you get too much of it. Right. So if you're going for a capsule, if you can find a capsule versus a tablet. Be a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, the fish oil ones are kind of more the liquid ones where it's the, the liquid inside. So it's actually not a pill. It's more of a capsule. So right. my fish oil. I love my fish oil pill. We started taking that. It made the world's biggest difference. You feel more awake, more alert. I know a lot of people listening to this are going to be like, why don't you just eat more? Blah, blah, blah. But honestly, for me to get the amount of omega-3 that I need, I wouldn't be able to afford it to get it naturally. The other thing is the magnesium supplement. A lot of women might have experienced this or even some men. When you eat non-paleo diet, the your grains and your sugar and your body will actually hold in your vitamins longer because it takes longer to process all that. So when you stop that, your body goes through the vitamins quicker. So you're going through, if you eat spinach, which has magnesium in it, or kale, which has magnesium in it, your body's going to blow through that magnesium faster. So it was actually, I was having more body pain because of it during that that time of the month if you will so a lot of women if you're noticing that you're having something happen like that during that time of the month you might want to think about just popping a magnesium into your daily regime and see if that helps because i know for me moment i started that everything went away wow that's awesome that's yeah and there's there's a couple women have written big articles on it too you can just kind of go paleo time of the month trouble or something like that so that's very cool. Do you have you ever taken any supplements or anything, or just done anything different around that time just to try to get through it and make it a little no. bit less, you know, stressful? Or no, uh, once I went paleo, I mean, I was really sick and horrible before, and now I'm pretty much 
the just not eating gluten and grains. And I'm also very careful about my diet that, you know, when I get closer to it, very careful not to cheat, no chocolate, no alcohol, lots of water. And there's also something you can get something called saffron tea. I believe it's Taj tea makes it and it's I got the Earl Grey with saffron and saffron can help with that time of the month too a lot of women can chew on like a piece of ginger that helps yeah I have. there's other that. stuff like that I, I I hate ginger unfortunately yeah. I'm yeah. such a picky eater going paleo made everybody's life even harder in my circle because yeah. I was already such a picky eater <laughs> yeah absolutely I understand that everybody thinks I eat only chicken and grapes and green beans, which I don't. I, I branch out, but it just takes time. You'll you'll start to develop a more, you know. Yeah, and once you've been paleo for a little bit, everything comes easier. You know, you just you'll make automatic choices. Like at a restaurant, I know the first six months or so, it was really hard to figure out what to eat, and now it's just second nature. I already know what I'm going to order because it's almost just like the same thing at every restaurant. So yep. you really become used to it. There's actually one restaurant around here that offers bison burgers, which makes me very happy. So Very cool. Yeah. And so check out what restaurants in the area, too, if your family wants to go out to eat. Do some research online before you head out. You might be able to find a menu online for a restaurant that you might not have known existed. Yeah. And you can get some better choice food. You made me think of something. What did you Did make? I make you hungry, too? Because yeah. talking about that bison burger was just like, <gasps> yum. Yeah, I'm ready to cook some steak. No, I can't have still. No, I don't know what we're having tomorrow night for dinner. Something I've heard that was pretty crazy was if you are experiencing trouble, digestive issues when you're eating red meat, this is probably not going to apply to everyone and diff- depending on your location, right. but there's actually a tick. I'm pretty sure it was the deer tick, hmm. or it could have been the Lone Star. You know, there's a, a few right kinds of ticks. Yeah, there's a few different popular ticks. But one of my friends, a naturalist that works in the park, he got bit by a tick and was getting really sick every time huh. he ate red meat. And they did a ton of tests on him and i don't know if he found an article himself and then went back to his doctor but he found out that this tick bite has been giving people a red meat allergy and now he's had this red meat allergy for five years from this tick bite somebody posted that on our wall on poab really actually yeah, an article about that so if you guys go back to the user comment section where you guys can post stuff um and scroll down a little bit it wasn't that long ago but yeah there was a he some really nice guy posted the story so that's I think it's pretty crazy, but it makes sense. Yeah. And it's crazy. I mean, and especially for us, because we're in more of a wooded area, um, we do tick checks a lot. So but that's a good tip. Yeah, I'm happy. That's one good thing about the winter time is I don't have to worry about poison ivy and ticks right now. I hate poison ivy. I've actually never gotten poison ivy. I just hate the idea of poison ivy. Oh, everyone says that you get an immunity to it, but I haven't got it yet. No, I don't actually. No. I don't think so. I don't think you ever would. This guy at my work says you could rub it on his arm and you won't get it at all. So, really? Yeah. You should try that one day. Uh, yeah. Just for, just for giggles. <laughs> I think I'm going to make an extract of it and get it <laughs> and on just, and see if that happens. <laughs> spray bottle. Yeah. Just spray some poison ivy on you. Yeah. Well, I think that's all that I had on my head. This was pretty quick, <laughs> but I feel like it was pretty informationally dense. I think it was a very informationally dense moment podcast and i think a lot of people are are ready to hopefully you guys are listening to this maybe on like your way to grandma's house or whatnot so you just have a little bit of a boost before you head to the family for the holidays so 
I feel like I pump myself up just by talking to you. So I hope I that know. has the same effect to everyone else. Hopefully everybody enjoys our, I think they do. I'm pretty sure the gym is open today. So I'm going to go Is it ahead. really? Uh, what is today? Sunday. Today is Sunday. I'm pretty sure they're going to be open for a little while. I'm going to go ahead and crank out my workout too and come home and start cooking. Uh, today I'm actually not going to eat before my workout. If you're curious as to what's my advice on pre-workout meals and stuff what like that. What is your advice on that? My advice is depending on your stomach, some people have different settling rates yeah. and you know different times and how long after they eat but before they can go work out. Some people it's 30 minutes, some people it's an hour. Personally, I usually make about three chicken tenderloins, so uh-huh. maybe a third of a pound or maybe a fourth of a pound. I don't measure it out. I just know it's three chicken tenderloins. Mm-hmm. I'll throw those on the grill real quick and maybe, maybe, maybe have a guarana extract vitamin. And basically, guarana is a very popular thing that's in a lot of energy drinks, but I don't want all the extra stuff in energy drinks, so I just want the pure... It's kind right, of a, you want the just the stimulant effect of it or mm-hmm. I'll drink a cup of green tea or something like that before but also if you're getting too much caffeine before your workouts you'll get jittery and you can get almost kind of like heart flutters I mean I'm not going to say I've, I've, I've had that happen you have of course of course I have I mean you 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 see the rate of coffee I drink of course I've had that happen for sure you get uh-huh. heart flutters I almost feel like sometimes yeah it kind of feels like that or you might get like a little dizzy I don't eat before my workouts generally, or if I do, it's like two or three hours before my workout. So, wow, I'm the guy like finishing the piece of chicken as I'm checking into the gym. I can't, I can't. It makes me, ugh. yeah, I understand. It, yeah, I know, I know some people are probably like this. I also like the lean gains program if somebody's looking to kind of switch up how they eat or wanting just something new. It's the intermittent fasting i know a lot of paleo is intermittent fast so it's kind of like what is it the 16 hours off yeah eight hours on. I, i've done that and that that works too yeah there was a guy that was on the joe rogan podcast his name was dave asprey you mm-hmm. can look him up he's a guy who comes up with this little genre of health and fitness called biohacking and he talked a little I've bit heard about of that. yeah he talked a little bit about intermittent fasting and basically most of the hours of intermittent fasting i thought it was kind of funny were just when you're sleeping like he would say that he would stop eating at 6 p.m you know hang out until 9 or 10 go to bed get back up at 6 that's 12 hours right there right you know so achieving an 18 hour intermittent fasting kind of thing sounds crazy like 18 hours though in some ways yeah it's nothing i haven't really tried it matt he did before his physique competition because you're gonna lose fat a lot faster with if yeah i mean especially because i can't eat breakfast the guy who does the lean gains program mark i can't pronounce his last name wrote a whole article about cortisol insulin and breakfast time so if, if you guys are wondering why sometimes you get really hungry after breakfast you should check out that article talks about cortisol affecting your insulin level from when you eat slash when you first wake up and it doesn't work with everybody so for me i don't i still haven't eaten today i've just had a cup of coffee so yeah. do you and know where they'd find that at it's leangains.com okay what i will do is when i post this on poab i will also post the article that we talked about um this one for you guys yeah very cool i think that the whole show notes show notes is a very good idea because we I, mention a lot of stuff and if you don't have the time or you just 
want the convenience of being able to click everything that we've talked about, I think that's a good thing to for us to do. I am putting that in my iPhone now. Very so I don't forget. Yeah, very cool. I was going to finish up my little pre- and post-workout meals real quick. Mm-hmm. So I just eat three chicken tenderloins, and sometimes that'll be it. A lot of people try to do a little bit of carb loading before you go in. So sometimes I'll have maybe yep. a, a half cup of brown rice about 30 minutes before I go in. And that way you're going to have a lot more sustained energy. So if you're familiar with, well, especially for me now that I'm going from two days or three days a week when I was in school working out. Now I'm off for a couple more weeks. So I'm trying to get into about four days a week. Basically, when you start trying to up your fitness or just get back into it in general your your energy is going to deplete really quick so if you go do a couple heavy sets of something or you go even just after your warm-up maybe the opposite effect happens and you don't get energized and you get tired very quick if you're consuming a slow digesting carb you know or a very low glycemic food i have a post about that too you can check out on the site and it's just not just paleo.com forward slash gi you can read about that and it just talks about glycemic index and so are you familiar with that i am slightly yeah i tried that whole macros thing and i i'm gonna get back to it when i when new year's over yeah i was gonna say is that your new year's resolution no i mean i was doing it before that i did it before our wedding um and it really helps i think understanding because i think the hard thing is they tell you when you turn paleo eat lots of fats eat lots of protein minimal carbs but i don't think a lot of people understand how much carbs are in a sweet potato or a butternut squash. And I, I definitely think, like you are saying, kind of learning what is what and the low glycemic index foods and all this other stuff will just help you get a better idea of what you should be eating in one. So, Yeah, it, it makes a difference if you haven't heard of the glycemic index or you just want a little refresher on it. Basically, it's just a rating system for food. So it depends on how much it's going to spike your insulin and basically how fast it's going to digest. So it affects your blood sugar levels also. Mm-hmm. And like a, a couple examples of low glycemic food that you would want to eat before. An apple is pretty low. It's a They rated a 38 versus something like a pineapple is a 66. So the higher the number, the, the more it's going to raise your blood sugar and stuff like that. So if you're looking for a post-workout, you just want to start the healing process of your muscles and just kind of replenish your glycogen storage. I would eat something, just a couple pieces of pineapple or a lot of people eat bananas after their workout just because that's like a, I don't know, just a workout staple. A lot of people too, I know, will do um, like half a sweet potato after a workout yeah. to, or like half a sweet potato and chicken or something like that. So they kind of get a little bit of everything right after their workout. Do you have like a favorite sweet potato recipe on your site that people can check yes. out? Yes. The one? sweet potato rounds. I know most of you guys have checked it out. Um, it, they're a little they're a little labor intensive, but so worth it. You first pan fry the sweet potato a little bit in butter, lots of butter, and then you pop it in the oven with some rosemary. It's so good. Um, but if you're kind of pressed for time, I put a, a little while, a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago maybe, a, a quick sweet potato meal up where you kind of just boil chunks of it and then you drown it in butter and seasoning. That's it. It's easy. Very it's cool. Very cool. And, you know, you don't have to throw it in a Tupperware and take it to the gym with you. I'd say as long as you're getting home and getting something in your body within the first 45 minutes after your workout, that's the most important time when you're going to want to get, you know, something to replenish you. I have some dark chocolate almonds right here 
that are from Trader Ooh. Joe. So I eat a couple of these after my workout, and it's it's pretty nice, like a little reward, you know? It's like a treat. Yeah, yeah. But or uh, AMRAP Nutrition. I don't know if you guys saw my post about those when they first came out. They're an almond bar, homemade almond butter. It's actually a really cool company. The bars are a little pricey, but a lot of CrossFit places are going to start selling them soon. But you could, I think, like, honestly, a full bar of those is too much for me. It's almost like an entire meal as opposed to a post-workout meal. Wow. Um, so they're dense. It's like honey. I think there's honey, egg white protein, and almond butter and something else in them. But they're paleo. They're awesome. They're yummy. Oh, they're cinnamon, which makes them extra yummy. Ooh, I love cinnamon. Yeah, no, seriously, they're so good. I think they're $3 a bar or a little bit under. But if you if you can get away with only eating half of one and you get a case of them, I mean, then it becomes a little bit more affordable. So each meal would be like $1.50. Very cool. What's the site for that? Um, AmRAPNutrition.com. Um, I've posted them on the POEB site or um, Facebook a couple times, so you can kind of scroll back down and find them that way too. Okay, um, cool. But I actually did their pre-event sale, and I just got my tank top from them. Very excited. Nice. Yeah, and they gave socks too. I haven't gotten the socks yet, but I'm very excited. I don't work, I don't CrossFit, but I get CrossFit socks, so I'm just gonna rock them out this summer. Oh, absolutely, do it. Shorts and CrossFit socks. I think everybody. I think we should have like a. a crossfit sock day that'd be cool yeah where everybody has to wear like their crossfit socks and post proof that'd be cool yeah one thing i was gonna say if you're i know you're about to leave and head to the road eventually but if you're on a trip i just posted a thing about basically a kind of like a college guide to Mm. living a paleo life and you can take a couple tips from it but you talk. You actually put something on the site too, which was very nice of you to do. And it's just if you're on a trip or you're about to go on a trip and it's multiple hours and you don't want to have to stop at KFC and get a piece of grilled chicken or whatever, you're just wanting to keep yourself full for the trip. I would probably bring a bag of almonds with you. Or what would what would you do? I do. I bring almonds. I know Lara bars are they're not necessarily pricey, but they have a lot of sugar because they're full of like they use dates as the binder, but they're paleo. So if you want to pick up like a couple Lara bars or make a couple on your own, um, I'd bring almonds. I'd bring carrot sticks um, and then make like almost like a homemade garlicky mayo um, that's been thinned out with some water or lemon juice as a dip. Because it's not going to be super messy, but it'll just be yummier than just regular carrot sticks. Beef jerky, if you can find a paleo kind. I know you can get a lot online nowadays. I can't find any good jerky. Just It's expensive locally. to get jerky online. Yeah, and right it's now. expensive. Uh, it could be worth it, though, if that's something that you enjoy and you only get it when you're traveling. The other, what else did I take with me? That's pretty much it. I mean, I like nuts. I like, I don't eat a ton of nuts, though. That's the thing, because I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, the, I can't handle too much. Otherwise, I feel like I get a little gunk, gunky. Almost. Yeah, the, yeah. The mentality on nuts is changing. I've just in the general community, I've heard just a reduction in almond. Yeah, eating. it's because the omega three to omega six ratio. A lot of people are worried about the high intake of omega sixes um, when you're eating a lot of almonds. But if you don't eat them a lot, just take them in the car. It'll be fun. Yep, and that goes back to the don't stress yourself out. And do you know? And yeah, and. Indeed understand how much healthier almonds are for you than Doritos and right at KFC than than going to I mean even though even if you have to stop at a takeout place or you have to stop at a McDonald's or KFC or something McDonald's has the um fruit and walnut salad where you don't have to eat the yogurt or the walnuts because the walnuts are candied but they have apple slices and grapes 
So I think it's like $2. So if, if you just need something and everybody else is stopping and you just wanted something healthy, you could get that. You know, so doesn't Subway sell bags of like apples pre-sliced? Yep, they sure so, do. So, you know, if you forget to pack yourself a snack and you're on the road listening to this, when they stop, just get creative about what you're buying. I mean, McDonald's even makes salad, yeah. which it's oh. a little weird, but if you have to, it's better than nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, don't be so hard on yourself. I no. mean, you're probably already a more healthy person than every person around you. And it's uh, one trip. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Put it in perspective, you know. It's not like – just do an extra couple sit-ups. Yeah. When you work out tomorrow, you'll feel like ten times better. Yeah. <laughs> don't Don't stress about it. I mean especially like with what we do with weddings sometimes. I don't – I underestimate how many snacks we need. Like I'll pack a couple Lara bars and this and that and it's not enough and we'll have to stop on the way home because we're still hungry. And I, you get like half a salad from Wendy's or you got to get the fruit from McDonald's or something just because you're that hungry. It's okay. You're yeah. not gonna, it probably you know, does have preservatives and a bunch of weird ingredients it, to it make it look does, good. But. but it's better than ordering a hamburger Yep. And with a bun and, and all this other stuff. I mean, don't give in and get the Big Mac. Don't, don't do that. That doesn't even sound not even 1% appealing to me. The Big Mac? Yeah, and anything yeah, from McDonald's. No. It used to sound appealing to me back in the day, but now oh, it's not. Oh, gosh. I couldn't oh. do it. If you paid me, I still would not eat McDonald's. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I would. I mean, I wouldn't now, but a couple of years ago, maybe, I would have. Like, when I first turned paleo, of course I would have, like, like, oh, McDonald's. Yes. I, think it's, I think it's creepy. You go and, you know, especially when I'm driving up to Illinois, I see some random small town, and then out of nowhere, you see the giant golden arch, and I'm just... I get <laughs> it, a, like, follows you everywhere. Oh, it makes me cringe a little bit on the inside. I just I get, wish it was a giant picture of a steak or something instead. Most of the time when you see uh, a McDonald's or a Burger King or a KFC, there's going to be a gas station right there. And a lot of times, like, the, the stores with the gas station now are actually carrying fruit. They're carrying nuts. They're carrying seeds. So even if you don't stop there, uh, check the gas station out and see what they have. I mean, it, obviously, it might not be the freshest fruit ever, but you could probably get an apple or a banana. Yeah, or like that. yeah, that's awesome. That's a good tip. That's a good sign that stores are starting to carry yeah. I see sunflower seeds and there's always been sunflower seeds but yeah, i see the everywhere. kernels and stuff everywhere now so that's a good sign i guess that yeah. you know we're starting to make a dent and actually yeah. start you know like everyone says you vote with your dollar now so if companies are going to start getting more relevant to us and giving us some good food that's what we want we want accessibility we want convenience right. but we want health right and and so. that's what's happening now i would definitely stay away from power bars though um at the grocery or not at the grocery store but like at a gas station because nine times out of ten they're going to be the crap brand ones so don't just grab a power bar thinking it's a power bar and it's healthy a lot of those power bars are actually really bad for you yeah do you have any particular one that you go for besides the layer of bars or i actually mr not so paleo had a box of cliff bars and he broke one out the other day and i, I took a bite of it even though i know that they're not paleo and mm. i was grossed out honestly yeah. compared to what i used to be like i used to be a cliff bar fanatic and now if i want some sort of nutritional bar i'm gonna go straight for a lara bar yeah um, I th that's i think that goes back to the whole palate changing thing yeah yeah definitely um i mean before though back in the day the only way i could really eat a cliff bar would be with like a vanilla latte so i can't eat the i don't get the vanilla latte anymore so the other thing is starbucks i don't know if anybody else has noticed this they're carrying regular food they really? have, yeah, like, uh, if you go into the thing now, um, inside, instead of just through the drive-thru, they have 
like sandwich boxes um, where you could just peel off the bread and eat like the tuna salad inside. Um, they have a fruit and cheese platter now that I've seen where they've got like grapes and apples and different kinds of cheeses. They've got like a veggie platter with a dip. So even if you didn't eat the dip, but just the veggies, it's a little bit more expensive, but that's all that's there. They're still like kind of go in and see what these different stores have while you're on the road. Yeah, that's cool. Get your calories from that stuff instead of a massive caramel frappuccino with like 900 and something calories. I never, honestly, I've never liked those. Yeah, they're like 90 grams of sugar. So sweet. What was it? I was... All right, it's kind of off topic, but we were going through the McDonald's drive-thru because they're not so paleo wanted something. And I was looking at their, their menu board. They have this breakfast, right? That's got like all this stuff in it. There are like hot cakes and pancakes and sausages and eggs. That thing was 1,300 calories. Whoa. 1,300 calories for one breakfast. I mean, when I'm watching my macros and everything and my calorie intake and, and just being diligent about all that, that's kind of like how much I eat in an entire day. Because wow. I don't get very hungry. And it's like, so one breakfast is everything I eat in one day. Wow. When I'm going for... Crazy. Yeah, when I'm going for building muscle, I'd love to have something like that. I get probably four to 5,000 calories, and especially in the summer when I'm right. hitting it hard and just, you know, working outside, sweating and hiking all day, and then going to the gym after. It gets exhausting, but I'm, I'm like 5,000 calories, you know, so... Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm four foot 11, so... <laughs> and I don't... I don't get to work out at a gym, so yeah. my calorie intake is always a lot less than everybody else's, um, which is why some people, like, look at some of my recipes, and they're like, that fed you. Or, like, they'll look at, like, my daily meal, and they'll be like, that's all you ate, and it's like, I don't, I'm not as hungry as everybody else, because I don't CrossFit. Wow. Yeah, really. But I just saw that on the board, and I looked at him, and I was like, did you see that? It, uh, he's not the nutrition freak that I am, so he laughed at me. Yeah. But I thought that that was funny. Yeah. I just, 1,300 calories for breakfast and it wasn't even a good breakfast i mean if it was like bacon and sausage and like good quality bacon and sausage next that would be one thing but mcdonald's brandos that turkey that turkey bacon that i just had it was a trader joe's was like an uncured i think it was uncured yeah it was awesome they're really thick slices and they're awesome i love the applegate farm bacon actually my grandfather normally buys everybody bagels for breakfast but he knows that I don't eat bagels and nobody else wanted bagels this year. He's like, so what could I do instead? And I was like, you can make me a pound of bacon. So he's going to make me a pound of bacon. Nice. Tuesday. I know, right? I'm so excited. Awesome. Eat a piece for I'm me. Sh- I'm not sharing. No, no, no. Well, just eat one for me and think All about right. me when you eat it. I will eat the whole pound of bacon. And then, then I will proceed to email you and tell you how that pound of bacon was. Sweet. Do it. I will. No, totally. I will. And All I will right. post if, if I actually get it, I will also post a picture on POAB because bacon rocks. Yeah, I guess that's a silly question to ask, but you're taking all your camera equipment with you this weekend. You got to have some cool pictures for no, us. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. I'm so protective of my camera. I probably won't bring, like, the big the big guy. Yeah. Because he's, he's my baby. Actually, cool saving money story quickly before we go, which is totally off topic, but. I think this is a victory. Sure. Uh, we got Mr. Not So Paleo brand new camera, top of the line. Remember I told you about the Nikon D600? Yes. We got them. And we got it for a great price. The body itself normally retails for almost like 2400 so we got it for less than that. And it only came with the camera, a bag, and a memory card, but we still thought that was an incredible deal because the accessories themselves that came with it were almost a $200 value. Mm-hmm. Um, then I looked on the company's website, and they had an even better bundle 
for the same price. This extra bundle comes with like an extra year protection plan. It comes with an extra battery. It comes with an even better memory card. There's a wireless remote and all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. For the same price. So I called up the company and they're like, yeah, just send us back your original kit. Oh, and it comes with a lens too, which I was stoked about because I've always wanted this lens. So they're sending me the entire thing. Like I mailed them back my package and they're going to mail me the other one for the exact same price. That's cool. I feel like they would have just sent you money instead or sent you the extra pieces. It, well, because it's the Nikon kit. Oh. Uh, you can't, like Nikon bundled all the stuff together, not okay. them. Yeah. Um, but even so, it's like I, I think we're saving like $1,000 on everything. So if you guys bought yourselves something recently with the Black Friday deals and everything and you noticed a better deal now or you might notice a better deal n- during the week off, you know, like this next week, See if you can exchange, because if I hadn't opened up my mouth, we never would have gotten the deal, but I called and I talked to them. So a lot of companies are willing to either exchange or refund, and then you can go buy it. Don't don't be afraid to do that, because I think a lot of people get nervous about that, but you just have to be, be upfront about it. Yeah, be confident. You're the customer. You're the reason right. they have a job, and you're the reason and, they exist. So. And what's the what's the harm in asking? I mean, my mom called up a company, and she was like, I, didn't, I noticed you had a Black Friday deal, and it's... Sunday and I didn't even see it and I want to get this for somebody in my family is there any way you can get me the 10% off you know can I still get the deal they didn't let her but she's like what was the harm in asking I asked absolutely yeah just I've I've gotten my way a lot of times like that just getting people to price match and which they should do anyway but just if you won't ask if you don't ask to get a deal on something I they're not going to give you the deal you know right so if you bought yourself a brand new purse or a brand new pair of shoes or whatever and you haven't worn them yet or you haven't really used them yet and there's a better deal on them even if it's at a different store return and then get your money back and then go to the other store and get it it's okay to do that it's not you're not cheating the store you're not being dirty about it don't don't feel bad get your money it's worth oh yeah save that dollar and put it towards some good food like now that we've gotten this better deal i don't have to buy an extra battery now i don't have to buy it comes with like a flash charger that we normally would have bought i don't need to get that anymore i don't need to get the extra warranty plan it's like all these things that i would normally have to buy i don't have to buy now because i opened up my mouth and got it for the same price very cool and i got a new lens very cool (laughs) i am so excited i'm such a junkie if you like look at my house it's like covered in camera gear well not covered it's all in a little cubby but i'm obsessed with my camera gear it it pays off though i mean just it's my job it's like just going to your site and you having that photography background has has developed your website i mean they're amazing to look at it's like eye candy my mouth kind of waters looking at yeah you don't want to look at the pictures from the beginning though because people that have been with me since the beginning there were some pretty scary iphone pictures i had the iphone 3g and i was taking some of those pictures Ugh, it was so bad. It wasn't even funny. Hopefully, a lot of the recipes, though, from back in the day, I'm revamping and reposting with better quality pictures and, you know, kind of updating everything. So Yeah, very cool. So I'm sure everybody knows already, but if they don't, they need to go check you out at paleoonabudget.com. P-O-A-B. I wanted to buy poab.com, you but could. somebody already had it. Oh, do they? Hey, who has poab.com? By the way, off topic, but not quite, make sure everybody checks out the Monday Morning Funny tomorrow because it features Grumpy Cat, and it's hilarious. Thank you. I will definitely do that. I Did you did you see what I posted for the apocalypse? Yeah, it was that pretty was funny. That was so funny. I think it got over 100 likes, too. That's insane. Everybody loves Grumpy Cat. I mean, They do. On. It's more she, popular than your food. I know. I post Grumpy Cat. Everybody likes it. I post my food. Three people like it. 
Yeah. That's all right. They all have the same sense of humor, which is all that counts. That is awesome. I, maybe they get bored with the food. Maybe we should be... I get bored if, if my one of my favorite fan pages just posted the same thing over and over again. I appreciate a little bit of humor in my day. Absolutely. This does, this isn't a serious thing. This is supposed to be a heartwarming, make-you-feel-good kind of show. and Make you giggle. Yeah. So maybe I should be a little bit sillier, but I just, I love talking about supplements and there's not that much silly stuff to say about them. But the one important thing to say about them is be very cautious. Of course, I have to give people the little disclaimer that it's not professional advice that I'm giving you. I'm not a doctor. I don't have any medical official training or anything like that. But I mean, every health podcast does say this and that's just a basically tell you if you're messing around with prescriptions or you're on prescriptions for blood pressure and different things like that some of the different herbs will affect them yeah so just be cognitive of what you're doing and what the effects are yeah and always start talk to your doctor if he's a cool doctor go talk to him if he's not a cool doctor go find a new one because it's good to have somebody on board that does have professional advice and not just your PCP, though. Make sure if you're uncomfortable with, uh, for women, your OBGYN, they're not comfortable with you doing something holistically. It's okay to, to find a new one. Um, you know, it doesn't just have to be your regular doctor that you find to make sure it's cool. Make sure every doctor you see is that way. Absolutely. So that is so important. Yep. There's a lot of doctors that are starting to pick up on the real world and some that are still too focused on kickbacks and different things yep. like that. And so you you, you really got to search around. And Otherwise, you're going to end up on antidepressants, which I had a <laughs> conversation with a reader about. And she just talked about the feeling of being a zombie while she was yeah, they, they, They'll put you on anything sometimes. I swear. Well, I even had a fight on Tuesday for the to not get the flu shot. Good job. I won't, and, and you have to stand up for yourself, guys. I mean, if you don't want the flu shot or the pneumonia shot, it's not, I don't think the flu shot's worth it. I don't think kids should get the chicken pox shot. I don't, you know, it, it, let your kids get the chicken pox. I've got chicken pox. It wasn't that bad. I had them twice. What? Yeah, it was funny. I had mono, and because my immune system was compromised, and they share the same wow. um, marker in your blood work, the Epstein Barr virus, um, I was more susceptible to the chicken pox was introduced to somebody with them, I guess. I didn't know they had it, and I got it for the second time. Wow. Yeah, definitely protect your kids, too, because this is a time where food is a lot more altered than your your grandparents' time. Teachers tend to hand out more crap this time of year, too. I mean, remember elementary school and your teachers used to give you, like, candy this time of year or let you eat more crappy food? So definitely make sure you're packing extra healthy stuff for your kids so they're not hungry for the the Twix bar or whatever. Right, yeah. Even if they eat it, it's not that big of a deal, but just minimum. Yeah. I think we could do a a little session sometime on... Kids' lunches, because I got lots of ideas. Do you have any off the top of your head somebody can go check out for when they have to go back to school? I don't have anything on the the blog, but I know I like packing... um, that like rolled up turkey slices with cheese um there's you could do any kind of fruit any kind of vegetable kids like fun things like little kids especially so it kind of cut everything up kind of funky so if you're gonna give them like a hard-boiled egg i know i've seen some people who will cut like an olive to kind of make like a little face on it yeah um you know fun stuff like that the kids are gonna be more apt to eat a hard-boiled egg than if it's not the other thing is packing some sort of paleo treat if they're new to being paleo. So in that way, because I know a lot of kids get like cookies and stuff like that in their lunch. Um, and if your kid was one of those and you just wish them to being paleo, try making a, a healthier 
a cookie for them just so the transition isn't as much of a culture shock. The coconut cake bites on the website are really good. Really good. So those are one to check out. Go check them out. So did you get your subscription little opt-in form yet or is that the best I did. way people that, to... yes that is on the website now i'm working on getting all the blog posts to update that way automatically um if you've already previously signed up for the rss feed um so you get the emails um don't worry i'm not taking that down you can still get them that way but yeah i just signed up for a new newsletter so that way we can also update you guys on other things yeah absolutely i'm going to be throwing up some email list and uh, just a little opt-in form for you there and i'm going to come up with this ebook i've been wanting to do it for a while I think I'm going to do like a little picture book. I was asking people about it today. We should combine our eBooks. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Okay. We're going to offer them in a bundle. All right. Sweet. I think we should do that. That'd be cool. We'll do, yeah, sure. we'll, we'll do it in we'll the talk. future. I'll add it to the to-do list. <laughs> the to-do list. My yeah. to-do list. So long. Go check out Liz. She's awesome on Paleo on a Budget. I'm sure I that's probably you. where you're coming from anyway. So. Nah, a lot of people are probably coming from me. Actually, I had somebody comment on the POAB post that said they found me through you. What? Yeah, and they liked your podcast already, and then they came over here. That is and they exactly liked our podcast together. They liked the spicy tomato idea. Really? Yeah, I still think that would. I told my dad that story, and he just shook his head at me. Yeah, and thought it was silly. And he thought I well, he's like, "Wow, you're just being you." Um, but he thought it was really cool that the tomatoes were affected by the jalapeno peppers. He was like, "Wow, that's really cool, actually." Yeah, soil keeps flavor, I guess. So, hey, you know. Yeah, follow Liz on Twitter if you haven't already, and you can follow me. I got the links on my sidebar too. That's a good place to keep up with us. And I try to. We talk to each other a lot on Twitter, so if you can't find one of us, just find the other, and then you can find the other. So absolutely, I try to keep some pretty nature-oriented pictures in the feed. There, I'm usually out somewhere beautiful so i always try to update you with that i think people love nature pictures and like i said this is not just paleo so so we're doing more than paleo absolutely so if you're sitting here and you're wondering how we got on the topic of camera lenses or something like that well it's not just paleo so yeah and 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 you guys have lives outside of being paleo so if there's stuff that isn't necessarily paleo related that you'd like to cover let us know yeah absolutely If you want us to talk about camera gear for an entire podcast, we will talk about camera gear for an entire podcast. Absolutely. I would love doing that. Yeah, because it's it's easy to get sucked into the health fitness community and then that's all that you think and talk and blah, blah, blah. But we're humans. We're not paleo robots. So, you know. No, you want something else talked about? I mean, I'm sure closer to springtime we'll do like a gardening couple episodes. Absolutely. My buddy Andy, who has the five-acre farm not too far from here. Like I said, he's got raspberries and all this different stuff planned for the spring. And his chicken should start laying the eggs soon, so that's going to be awesome. We'll get him on, whether you want to do like a three-way podcast. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, and we still need to have Matt on. Yeah, we need to get Matt. I talked to him. He's been double-shifting at UPS because it's peak season. So, you know, thank your UPS man if you see him for delivering those packages because there is a huge spike. I remember when I worked there this time of year, just a little fun fact, UPS is doing, well, in Louisville, which is one of the largest hubs in the country, they're doing about 1.2 or more million packages a night. I believe it. Oh, yeah. I mean, just give them a smile. Say Merry Christmas. For sure. I 
appreciate it. I actually said thanks to a random postman. He wasn't even my postman, but I was going down the street, and I saw a guy walking with the mail, and I thought I might not run into another one, so I stopped and said, hey, man, I appreciate your service, and... You know, thanks. that was nice of you. Yeah, he's like, he's like, thank you, man. He's like, that's so good to hear. I'm so glad to be appreciated because I'm sure that there and I mean, we've had two mail trucks come by our house yesterday or the apartment because there's just like package overflow. So, yeah, they need love, too. This is a hard time of the year for them. So they don't get to see their families a lot. I'm sure they're working like double and triple shifts and all this other stuff. So, yeah, but you have the option to do double shifting and stuff anyway. Well, I, I, but everybody wants the extra money, so. Yep, I think that's all I got for for the whole. I think little. that's I think that's all I got too today. Okay, well I'm gonna go start fun. cooking. Yep, I'm gonna. Everybody have a happy and safe holiday. Drive safely, travel safely. Absolutely, come back to us and let us know what you did for the holidays and 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 if you guys find that there are any problems that you've come up with during the holidays, like you had a really big craving for some sort of food and how do we make it paleo or anything like that or just do you want some more tips on social settings just let us know we'll do more of a concentrated podcast on it absolutely yeah liz is the recipe queen in that aspect more than i me. love cooking yeah so i hate dishes yeah i don't like dishes either <sighs> horrible i don't even use a dishwasher i just wash them in the sink i have a dishwasher but it just sits here it's never been used no we use both because i've got like when i cook i I mean i cook i don't i got my kitchen would fit in most people's bathrooms so wow yeah <laughs> it's tiny yeah that's cool though minimalist that's a good way to live yeah i'm gonna go through my pots and pans next got sweet. too many yeah way too many sweet all right well merry christmas if you celebrate you too and happy new year to you and you know i say that you should have started a month ago on your fitness but if you need to wait till january 1st that's fine too that's fine don't don't feel bad it's okay to start and just be fresh on new year's get pumped though when you're sitting down get pumped well and and make a plan yep make a plan if you're not going to start working out this week and you want to wait till january 1st make sure you make a plan make sure you know what recipes you're going to start cooking to be healthier starting january 1st make sure you know what your workout schedule is going to be take this time to to mentally get ready yep set small goals otherwise you'll disappoint yourself and by march you'll be one of those people that quit working out so don't be that guy stay focused you know summer's going to come up you want to look good on the beach you want to fit in that old bikini or you want to buy a new one and you want to drop the size well start now now's your chance do it you can do it <laughs> all right That's like Nike. all right i will talk to you later then it goodbye was, everyone it was awesome bye-bye bye